0: Hi there, this is Philip. Welcome to Leave the Bubble. Leave the Bubble is a weekly podcast where we talk about expanding our comfort zones, embracing challenges and changes, both in our personal and professional lives, as well as overall personal growth. I do my best in breaking down the most important points of each topic and talk about how we can implement each learning in our day-to-day. I also share my failures and successes, and hope that you can learn something from my personal experiences as well. All in the hope for us to continuously leave our bubbles. All right, everyone, let's do this. How are you doing today? As usual, I'm hoping you're well, healthy, and happy. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to another episode of our podcast. Today, we are here to talk about part two of our biweekly sales miniseries. During part one, we discussed the why of it all, and I wanted you to understand the general structure of this mini series. But today, we're really going to get started and put some meat on the bone. <laughs> Today's episode is all about the research and preparation, the work that needs to be done before actually approaching your... I'm going to say target. Of course, by this I mean the prospective client, but since I also want to apply these concepts to our day-to-day, the target in this case could also be the cute girl you're thinking of asking out, your boss who you will ask for a raise, or the group of strangers you wish to approach seamlessly whenever the next opportunity allows for it. Now, it may come as no surprise to you, but most people, me included, by the way, initially, vastly underestimate the importance and power of a good preparation, the necessary pre-work that needs to get done before being able to go out into the world and perform. Think of it from an athlete's point of view. Take the Olympics, for example. The insane amount of training and preparation these athletes undergo for a few seconds of high-level performance. I'm talking about four full years of preparation to really nail the 100-meter dash only for using bold to leave you behind eating dust. (laughs) Of course, you do other tournaments like the World Cup, the European and National Championships beforehand to test yourself before going on the big stage. But if you think about it, It is years and years of daily and weekly training sessions and weekend competitions since your childhood of cumulative preparation and training for that one special and crucial moment. Same thing goes for school. You don't just go from first grade directly to your high school graduation. You need to learn and study beforehand to be able to get yourself ready for that final examination to get your diploma. And if we take it one step further, this same concept applies to marriage. You will meet different people along the way that will help you learn certain things, that will teach you critical aspects about yourself and the type of relationship you want to have with a person before you're actually ready to make that life-altering commitment. Arguably the most important decision of your life. Everything, and I mean everything, needs preparation, even sales. So yeah, it all boils down to self-readiness and being able to confidently answer the question, how prepared am I to face my upcoming challenge? In sales, it's absolutely vital to understand what it actually is that you're offering, that logically (laughs) is the very first step. You need to be able to lay out to your counterpart in a clear fashion what you're offering, why your offer is going to help them, and how to smoothly transition from presentation to contract closing. And all of this will hardly happen if you don't understand your own DNA, your own product, or your own service. And taking this idea into our personal lives, it's vital to continuously educate ourselves to get in better shape and to make our life more interesting in general, so that when we meet someone, we already have a well-balanced life and we only need to look for that missing piece to slide in to complete our puzzle and move on to create a bigger one together. I truly believe that we need to work on ourselves and to get to know us first before actually going out and selling what we have to offer to others. Let that sink in a little. Now, once you do know what you have to offer, the next step is to look up and start searching for potential clients. Doing your so-called market research. Maybe you've heard of this term before. Things like, who am I competing against and what do they have to offer? How do their products or services compare to mine, and how can I become a bigger challenge for them to overcome? We need to ask ourselves, who are target audiences? What companies should we approach? And once we have identified them, who do I actually talk to within the firm? Which departments are the most relevant ones for me, and how can I maximize the efficiency of my approach down the line? These are all incredibly important questions that we, as salespeople, should ask ourselves on a steady and consistent basis. And a similar concept applies to our personal lives as well. Questions I encourage us, me included, to ask ourselves can be, how can I grow as a person and make myself a well-rounded and independent individual? Who do I want to spend time with? What are my priorities in life? And who do I want to accept and welcome into my inner circle. So in sales and in private, look for potential sparring partners. Don't neglect and ignore doing the grunt work beforehand. Because once you've done it and you have that list of contacts, it'll really facilitate and speed up all of the following steps afterwards. And to take things one step further, it's not just enough to think of your contact points and that's it you're done. (laughs) No. (laughs) Part of doing your research means understanding and anticipating your client's needs. You see, one of the main differentiators between long-term partnerships and durable relationships in business as well as in private is understanding that selling is not about convincing You're not there to berate someone and hit them over the head with your shady proposals, misleading promises, and empty offers. No, selling is about helping. It's about asking yourself the question, how can I solve a problem that they are having? What are their concerns or the challenges they're currently facing? And how can I step in to alleviate that pressure and to provide an actual solution. This is where selling comes into play. And understanding this philosophy is what will help you build long-term relationships in all areas of your life. So as an example, it might be worthwhile to study the client's preferences. What do they typically look for? What are their usual needs? What have been successful deals they have done in the past I can mimic or past mistakes I should avoid? And how can I best prepare for potential situations beforehand so that I am ready to respond and react in the best way possible potentially to challenging questions, potential tests, or significant behavior shifts? Understanding certain parameters beforehand, for instance when it comes to preparing a sales pitch or especially for a negotiation, really helps in keeping a cool and level head during a heated discussion or tough situation because after all, you have visualized it priorly and it decreases the element of surprise. The same goes for our personal relationships. For instance, being able to think of our own limits to more easily be able to identify potential toxic behavior patterns will make it a lot easier to confront these more efficiently and react in the best way possible. Now, Even though doing the research and taking the time to go through all of these preparatory steps is not one of the shiniest aspects of sales, or life in general for that matter, it doesn't mean that we get to ignore it and leave it aside. The truth is, whether we like it or not, the vast majority of the work in all aspects of life, by the way, is done behind the scenes. The actual sales process of pitching and closing is a fraction of the time compared to the research and preparation that needs to be done beforehand. Getting a better understanding of your products and services, as well as your market and constantly expanding your potential client list, are vital steps that are essential for long-term success in the field. After all, also in our personal lives, improving ourselves and dedicating the time to grow as a person is a lifelong marathon, not a sprint. You know, one of my favorite fighters of all time, George St. Pierre, used to quote one of his coaches saying, the more you sweat in the gym, the less you bleed during the fight, which is such a visual way of showing that prior hard work really pays off. You know, We shouldn't expect results if we don't work for them. That's the quintessential message of today's episode. (laughs) Now, in the next part, we will talk about the actual first touch point. You know, that first approach, which is one of the most thrilling, but also challenging parts of selling. I can't wait to tackle that topic with you shortly. But for now, as always, be well, stay curious. And don't be afraid to leave your bubble. Hi there. Thanks for listening to Leave the Bubble. If you like what you hear and would like to support this podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash carbaum to become a patron. Also, check out my website at www.philipcarbaum.com where you can sign up to the newsletter and find Leave the Bubble-themed products in our webshop. Lastly, if you think of someone who can benefit from or you believe would also enjoy our episodes, please share it. Personal recommendations are always the best way to grow the podcast. Once again, thank you for listening. Until next time.